So we're joined now by Caroline Powell um, of Bodike, County Clare. We'll always put that bit in, first of all. And uh, she is a registered dietitian and she is the founder of Sod www.solidstart.ie and she is a specialist in giving pragmatic advice information to families particularly on weaning without breaking the bank and lots of sensible stuff about healthy eating um, that I think that our listeners could benefit from. We've really asked you today Caroline to talk to us about how the rising cost of food prices can impact on healthy eating habits, can we beat food inflation and still eat healthily? So we're looking for some tips and some practical guidance. And I'm here with Geraldine this morning. Good morning, Caroline. And you're most welcome Hi. on Scarif Community Radio. Thank you for coming on. Thanks very much. Thanks, ladies. Uh, thanks for having me um, and your kind words. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a really important topic, something that we're all thinking and talking about at the moment. So I do have some some tips for you. Um, I suppose there are three main things. Uh, the first thing is, I know it's really boring and some people are planners and some people aren't. I mean, personally, I love a good plan. Uh, but uh, it's very hard to eat well and to save money if you don't know what you're going to eat during the week. So my first tip would be, yes, it's boring. Um, nobody really likes to do it. Uh, bar those yeah, type A personalities like me um, but make a plan uh, for what you're going to have during the week uh, before you go shopping so uh, you don't have to plan everything uh, but it's definitely worthwhile planning the main meal of the day uh, which is typically dinner like breakfast and lunch kind of take care of themselves people just tend to eat the same things every day uh, but dinner wise it's definitely worth making a plan and before you go shopping have a look at what you already have, um, what you have particularly in your fridge that's going to go off um, and try and work that into your plan somehow. So some people like to plan for seven days, some people might do five days. You want to kind of like plan but leave it flexible, you know, because you never know. Someone might out you ask you out for dinner or, you know, uh, you never know what might happen. But um, yeah, it's good to make a plan for at least kind of five days of the week. Yeah, that sounds um, absolutely so, ideal, Caroline. But supposing you're somebody like me and you had planned on a Saturday to have shepherd's pie on Tuesday and Tuesday comes and you just do not do not feel like I'm in shepherd's pie. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, try and be flexible. So um, if you're, that kind of brings me on to the second point, which is looking at, like, avoiding food waste because actually Irish households waste about 700 euros worth of food every Every year um so that's basically just throwing 700 euros in the bin um it's obviously really bad for your purse but it's bad for the planet as well because yeah, that food yeah. waste generates um like greenhouse gases um so we definitely whatever we want we buy we want to make sure that we don't waste it um so if you um get your shopping and you go shopping on a saturday and you plan to have shepherd's pie on a tuesday um <laughs> Like, freeze the mints when you come home. Like, when you freeze things, you press the pause button um, on that food. So even if you keep it in the fridge for a couple of days, as long as it's still within date, you can actually freeze it even on the day. So if it gets to Tuesday and actually the mints are still in your freezer and you think, you know what, I really don't feel like this. I just want to have, like, a toasted sandwich. Uh, put the mints in the freezer um, if you don't have a plan to use it that day. Yeah, okay. um, so you essentially, like, pause 
the food um, and then you obviously have it then for when you do feel like have a shepherd's fire do something else with it Um, so really kind of understanding like how to use like use by date and what's the difference between a use by date and the best before date Um, use by date you have to either freeze or use it um, on the day um, that the date is up but best before dates are just related to quality so it's perfectly fine to eat something after the best before date and I think people don't often realise that they, they don't realise that no. the best before date yeah they, they, and they have throw have out things yeah yeah, um, and that's just a quality issue and most things are absolutely fine I eat things all of the time um, so in our house at home we hardly ever wasted any food growing up um, my dad would literally eat anything uh, <laughs> after the best before date uh, so but not every house is like that so it's really important that you know the difference um, and that also you do store things like use your freezer well to save money. You want to make sure that your freezer is well stocked. It costs more money to run your freezer half empty. Um, so, you know, throw in some loaves of bread. Um, like another thing which I love, my favourite part of the supermarket is the yellow sticker part. Uh, so in most supermarkets, you'll see, you know, an aisle where they have foods that are approaching their best before date or their sell by date. Um, and you can get really good uh, bargains, particularly on things like meat mm-hmm. um, and milk um, and some kind of ready-prepared salads. Obviously, you can freeze those, but any meats, if you buy them and the date is up that day, you can chuck them into your freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, Caroline, so can that's I just really interrupt? To save money. Sorry, Caroline, just in relation to uh, what you can freeze, because I'm a bit fascinated by... Uh, what it is, you can, I mean, I'm freezing a lot more stuff than I ever did before. Can you freeze things like milk if you have a surplus of milk? Can you freeze yogurts? Yeah. Um, okay, now I might not exactly give all of it. <laughs> uh, I'm not an expert on food safety. Uh, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. So you definitely can freeze milk because okay. I have frozen milk before. Like Some things, it will change the texture. You know, so if you freeze milk, you might not want to necessarily use that then in your cereal, but it might be fine for using for cooking. Okay. Um, Yogurt, I'm actually not sure about that one. Uh, Most things you can freeze. So, like, you can freeze any cooked food. So, sometimes, well, a common question people often ask me is about rice. Um, Like, there are obviously kind of ways that you can work out how much rice to put on. I still haven't figured that one out. So, either (laughs) put on way too much or way too too little. Um, You definitely don't want to be throwing out those foods. So, even though they're cheap, uh, you don't want to be throwing them out. So, you can freeze rice. That's a common one. People um, have fears about freezing rice and reusing it. Um, But there's no issue with that. Um, Like, things like pasta don't freeze particularly well if they're not in a sauce. But if they're in a sauce, they're fine. Um, like obviously any meat, fish. The other thing, which is a common question as well, um, that I get a lot from parents is if you use like, let's say frozen meat that has been previously frozen, uh, can you refreeze it once you've cooked it? And yes, you can. So if you take your mint, for example, Jardine, out of the freezer to make your shepherd's pie on Thursday, um, and you have some left over, you can freeze the cooked version, even though it has been frozen before. Yeah, once it's uh, cooked. So once you cooked once it in cooked. between, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. you can freeze it again. Um, but you can freeze things like cheese, you know, if yeah. cheese is kind of going mm-hmm. past it, cheese. you can just freeze it and put it in a little, little jar. And, Do you have and to take grate it, it before you freeze it, no? Do you have to grate uh, it's cheese? It's better too, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's better All too, right. yeah. Um, there's a man in my house, Caroline, who um, can't bear to see leftover mashed potato because he's going to do something with it 
which he does do with it. He makes potato cakes afterwards, but he freezes potato, mashed potato for making stuffings and yeah. uh, toppings for pies and, uh, and and potato cakes. And he freezes leftover turnip too to make bubble and squeak. Or I don't think they're really bubble and squeak. But So there is a lot yeah. that you can do with the freezer. There really is, isn't there? Oh, yeah, definitely. If, you ha- if you're lucky enough to have, and not everyone does, obviously some people just have like a little kind of icebox thing at the top of their fridge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you might just have a couple of drawers, but try, like, if you have the luxury of having a bigger freezer, like, definitely use it um, and just try to make the most out of your freezer. So if you have a smallish freezer, like, freeze things kind of flat, um, like, you can fit more in. They're kind of, you know, just squash the bags so that they're nice and flat um, and you'll fit more in that way. Or take things out of the, the boxes, you know, to make more space. Mm-hmm. But definitely freezing things. Um, the other thing, like where there's a huge issue in food waste, because I deal a lot with families and kids, is around school lunches. Um, so, you know, that can be a huge source of wasted food. So I would just say, you know, don't pack too much. They just have a small amount of time to eat at school. So, yeah, um, true, you know, yeah. just pack small amounts. And you can always recycle that food. So particularly if it's things like fruit that comes back uneaten or just a couple of bites, just cut off the bits where they've bitten in, put it in the fridge <laughs> and you can make it into a smoothie or make it grate it into a crumble or something like that or you know bacon into muffins so um, yeah try not to waste it because you spent your hard earned money on it so you definitely don't want to be throwing food in the bin uh, Caroline there's a certain group of us who are just older and yeah. we don't particularly like things out of freezers all the time I don't like potatoes mm-hmm. coming out of the freezer I think they're cat awful things <laughs> uh, I wouldn't use them so I mean what's the point of me freezing potatoes for example <laughs> what that's is the stumped, point you know. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean my I mean, point like, is that there's I'm certain people of my age group who don't like freezer food really we don't yeah well that's fair enough mm-hmm. yeah exactly and it's, you know I think when you, particularly if you've had like kids and their kids have grown up and moved away like sometimes people are actually cooking the same amount of food as they did when they were cooking for more people yeah so sometimes yeah, you just true. need to adjust you know my family is i think that's the color yeah i think we've got uh, so you get used to cooking a certain amount of food and then it can be hard to kind of downsize maybe when it's just one or two people left in the house yeah um and, like, there's nothing wrong, like, again, if you kind of visit those discount uh, parts of the supermarket as well, like, you can, so not everyone likes cooking, so you can pick up some really good, like, ready meals um, from those kind of things. Yeah, and they um, freeze the well. Other thing, Leftover yeah. meals freeze well, I think, you know. Exactly, yeah. and mm. you can always keep things in the fridge for two or three days. You know, you don't yeah. have to, like, if you're going to, if you intend to use it, like, it's fine to keep But it the, the bottom line, Caroline, is there's 700, you've just given a stat, yeah. which is really, really amazing, that we as families waste 700 yeah. euros. That 700 euros presumably would manage the, even the food inflation that we're going to face. Please God, it, you know, yeah. that, so being exactly. careful, even if we don't, as Jerry says, you, do, you might want to do everything that's on that list, but even if you have the list when you go shopping and have planned the meals, you're already going to be cutting down on food waste. Exactly. Well, the thing, foods that are most wasted are bread, which is so bread, easy to yeah. like, mm-hmm. use up. Exactly. Uh, so the things we typically throw away are bread, fruits and vegetables, and bags of salad. So bags of salad are, are expensive and once you've opened them, anyone who, like they go off within a couple of days so, or even within the day sometimes. So 
like, you know, if you have a windowsill, grow a bit of salad if you're that way inclined or, you know, use use something else or just plan to use it up or share it with someone else or give it to someone else if you're not going to use it. So, um, yeah, I mean, 700 euros, that's the average. So obviously some people are wasting more food than that. Um, Stopfoodwaste.ie is a really good uh, website for food waste um, and they have some great tips um, and recipes for how to use up leftovers as well. Um, and the other thing which I definitely would advise, and particularly for people, you know, of any age really, from babies onwards, is replacing more expensive things like meat with cheaper alternatives like peas and beans and lentils, which are really, really cheap um, and are not perishable as well. Would you say we should, uh, you know, we should be having at least one meat uh, fish free day then and, and having some... Uh, Using one of the other proteins as um, uh, as an yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. There's different ways of doing it. I mean, it's great. It's it's healthier. Um, it's better for the planet. It's definitely cheaper. Um, so we should all be moving towards more plant based uh, diets because they're more sustainable anyway. Yeah. You know, um, but. Uh, yeah, you can do, some people like to do meat-free Monday. Um, some people might want to just cut down kind of overall. So you might still want to, like some people can't bear the thoughts of a meal without meat. So um, maybe just use less meat, but bump it up with some lentils or some beans. So, yeah. you know, there's different ways of doing it. You don't, mm-hmm. uh, different things work for different people. Um, not everyone likes kind of totally vegetarian type food, but it's definitely worthwhile trying to cut down because that is generally the most more expensive part of the meal. Um, and health-wise, it's beneficial as well because those plant-based proteins are really high in fibre. Um, you know, I don't want to come across, uh, you know, as saying that something should never be had, but is it true that, you know, you can buy a bag of potatoes and you can do a lot more things with it and than buying convenience foods? What are your thoughts on that, uh, you know, fresh versus convenience foods? And yeah, I mean, convenience foods can be more expensive, obviously, because you're paying for someone else to have, like, done the work. Um, <laughs> but in saying that, not everybody has the skills, not everybody has the equipment or the time, you yes, know, to process foods yeah. at home. So I think you just, you know, again, every family is different. Everyone does the best with what they have. Yeah. Um, and you just, whatever you know your limitations are, you just have to work with it. But yes, in general, homemade food, probably cost less but then you have to factor in obviously the energy cost that well, you know sure, and yeah. the time as well yeah um so using things like if you have a slow cooker if you have a pressure cooker an electric pressure cooker or like a saucepan pressure cooker um, a lot of people are buying things like air fryers now yeah like mm-hmm. they're all good ways of reducing your energy costs which obviously will reduce like your overall bills as well so they're much more energy efficient ways to cook mm-hmm. um like turning on your oven unless you're going to maximize all of the space in your oven and I mean obviously you have to be quite like have a bit of time to do that um, and be able to plan to do that um, is the most expensive way to cook so you don't want to be turning on your oven to put in one pizza you know because obviously that's going to be quite an expensive pizza then so um, but yeah a lot of apparently air fryers sales have gone through the roof there's hardly one to be had um in the country apparently it's like the the toilet paper version of covid yeah. uh, they're like flying out the door yeah um so if you have one use it because a lot of people have them and they're just sort of stuck in the cupboard somewhere um so yeah, yeah. 
preparing for just maybe this might be our last question because unfortunately we we're looking at a lot of the aspects of um the cost of living crisis uh and we could talk much more about this caroline but is there is if have you one final piece of uh, of advice to kind of um try not to panic about uh, about the rising food prices and try and do the best you can with it and is for example batch cooking a good idea it can be for some people. Again, it depends uh, on your time, on how much freezer space you have, um, and yeah, whether you actually will use it then. Um, I mean, don't worry. My biggest advice would be, like, there's no difference between branded products, generally nutritionally, and the cheaper discount supermarkets. Um, so, like, you know, buy unbranded products. You're going to get pretty much the the same product sometimes they're even better um for a much cheaper price um and mm-hmm. don't be afraid to use some processed foods like uh frozen vegetables because they can be very economical for some people because there is no waste mm-hmm. um and because they're quick and they're just as um, so nutritious they're just as nutritious they're absolutely they're more nutritious um often because they're mm-hmm. frozen you know fresher so and don't be afraid to use tin products you know tin fish tin beans and lentils so not everything has to be fresh, like you're not compromising your diet if you use um, like frozen and, and tin foods. And yeah, use the discount supermarkets, go to different supermarkets um, if you have a couple um, in, in the area. Like, um, so, and yeah, plan, I suppose, would be the biggest kind of... Caroline, now is, that the, I was there. <laughs> thank you. now is the chance for you to mention your website and uh, uh, we know that you are a regular contributor as well to Today FM. So we're very honoured to have you here on, on uh, Caroline's often on the Dave and Dermot show. So absolutely. please, please, please um, unashamedly plug your website now. Uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to find out anything more about me, um, you can find me on solidstart.ie or if you're an Instagram user, um, you can find me on Instagram at solidstart.ie. Um, so, yeah, I mostly um, talk about feeding babies and feeding young children, but also just about feeding uh, families in general. Um, so I have four kids of my own, so they range from 6 to 15. So I'm pretty much interested in anything that involves feeding families and also, yeah, sustainability and, um, and that kind of side of things as well and plant-based diets. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Caroline. And, and I'll change my guys. thinking. I'll change my thinking. Uh, I'm going to speak to her about the mashed potato <laughs> yeah, or yeah. she's not coming around to dinner at my house. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Caroline. Okay. Thank you, Jersey. So <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye, Caroline. Thank you. Bye.